Welcome back to another episode of the Live Better podcast by Centric Federal Credit Union. I'm your host and Centric Social Media and Marketing Specialist, Emma Baines. I'm so excited you're here today. On this podcast, we regularly post new episodes where I'm joined by a guest to chat about all things living better and finances. Subscribe today so you never miss an episode. Today, we are joined by Dee Dee Riley, who is Centric VP of HR, to chat about the things you should do to prepare for a job interview. So, for some of our listeners who may not know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here at Centric. So, my name is Dee Dee Riley. I am Vice President of Human Resources. I have been here for about eight and a half years. Um, prior to Centric, I was at Washita Independent Bank for 15 years. I have my, I'm married, I have a husband, his name is Cassidy Riley, and I have two little girls, Kenzie and Collins Riley. Okay. So you got two and I got two. Yes. Um, so let's just jump right into this whole job interview thing. Okay. Because it can make or break mm-hmm. the person who's getting the job or not getting the job. Okay, so job interview is super big deal. So what's the first thing you look for when you're considering a candidate? So the application's on your desk. What's the first thing you're looking for? The first thing I'm looking for is at their experience. Okay. Well, are they employed? Are they not? Um, what previous employment history that they have? But I'm also looking at their um, like spelling, any grammatical errors or anything like that. Um, it's super important to make sure you're capitalizing what you're supposed to, or, you know, I mean, we got an application this week where the, the applicant put where it says full name, they just put their first name. So usually if I see just the first name, then I'm just going to keep going. If, right. You know, they don't, didn't even put their full name. Um, but you would be surprised at the people that put like where they live, their street, city, state, all of that is not capitalized. All of those things are important. So um, just make sure when you're filling it out that you capitalize where you're supposed to, you put punctuation where you should. All of those things are important because that's that piece of paper is the first impression. That's mm-hmm. really the first interview is the application or review in the resume. Yep. I think any employer would agree with that. I mean, when you think about it, they're not going to see your face most likely at all unless that application is okay, you know. Mm -hmm. So it really is your first impression. And if if you blow that, then that's probably it. Um, I have a question. Okay. What do you think? Yes or no? Okay. Selfies on resumes. At first, because I'm old school, (laughs) so at first I was like, this is weird. Like, I can remember the very first one I got because I was like, oh, that dude really is sure of himself. (laughs) Um, But nowadays it's pretty common. So it's not, I mean, I think it's fine if you do, but I also think it's fine if you don't. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, a deal breaker if you don't. At first, though, but this was years ago. Yeah. Like, this was probably 15 years ago. When I saw the first one, and I was just kind of, that's odd. But (laughs) now it's more common, so it's not as big of a issue. And I think it kind of helps you put a face to the the experience and all of that. It does. Because I, um, 
the number of interviews that we do and applicants and resumes that we that come across my desk they run together mm -hmm. so you get confused as to okay who is this person I have to look back at it even though I've interviewed them and I've seen their face I have to go back and look at their resume or application to remember who was that person right. so if the picture is on there I mean I think that's great it helps me anyway that's good. to keep up with who's who I mean that may, I would never would have thought of it like that because I've never yeah. interviewed people okay so for all of our listeners listening listening right now <laughs> get your selfie on your resume yes help you stand out that's right Okay, so social media is a super big deal. Everybody's got it. Um, everybody uses it. So how does that play a role and who gets the job and who doesn't? So that social media is really the second step when we receive an application or a resume and they, based on that piece of paper, they have kind of what we're looking for and we are going to start the interview process with that applicant the next step is checking their social media. Mm -hmm. So we check all platforms, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. That's a recent one that we've had to add to our list um, because what you put out there on social media determines whether you're going to get an interview or not. If you're using foul language or you're posting inappropriate pictures, then we're probably not going to reach out to you because, you know, we want what, who you are and who you represent to match with Centric's core values. Right. Um, so it's extremely important. I even tell my children, and they're only eight and 10, but I tell them what you, and they don't have social media, thank the Lord, but um, I tell them what they put out there is important. I mean, they do have like Messenger Kids, so that's out there. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a kids platform where they talk to their friends, but um, once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. So you know, it's extremely important to remember. And once new hires have come on board, one of the things that I explained to them with social media going forward is that if you wouldn't post it or say it, have a conversation with our CEO, Rodney Parker, always use the, uh, say your pastor or even your parents. But I know sometimes people might not have parents, they might not have a pastor. So I just say, if you would not post it or have to have the, want to have the discussion with our CEO, then don't put it out there. Mm -hmm. so, or if you have to question it at all, it's probably just a no. <laughs> yes. I use that with a lot of stuff, not only social media, but even like dress code and all that. If yeah. you wouldn't wear it or if you question it, don't do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. To be safe. It's a good rule of thumb. It is. Um, and I mean, it just makes sense too, because here at Centric, we're so involved in the community mm -hmm. and there's so many volunteer opportunities and all the different departments are in the community. Mm -hmm. So you really want, I mean, people know our faces. Mm -hmm. So you really want your presence on social media to match our brand and our culture here. Right. And if it doesn't, then you're probably just not. And I mean, that goes for, for anywhere that you might want to apply to. That's true. Yep. Um, so I know a lot of interviews are still done on Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, so what advice do you have for Zoom interviews? So that was really strange to me. When COVID first hit, I had the opportunity to do interviews via Zoom prior to COVID. Well, then when COVID hit, I had to because, you know, we were all quarantined and working from home. So I didn't have another avenue to interview people. Um, but it worked out so well, I have not gone back to interviewing in person unless it's like the third interview. Mm -hmm. um, so what I would recommend is, you know, it's no different than you and I talking right now. If you're coming into the location and you're interviewing face-to-face, -face, it's no different. 
So you should dress appropriately, dress professional. Um, a lot of what I've run into on the Zoom interviews is uh, folks will have their children there. Um, it happens more than you would think. Even once they've um, gone through the first interview with me and I set up second interviews with their managers, those are still done via Zoom. So that I think they think that, oh, I've passed the first interview, so you know, I have a step ahead. Well, then right. they'll show up with other managers with their children sitting in their lap or whatever. Zoom interviews are, should be conducted in the same manner if you're coming to the location that you're mm -hmm. going to be working at and doing the interview. So make arrangements prior to, have your pets put away or, you know, have childcare or what have you because um, it is a distraction. Um, it's totally understandable. I interview people all the time that have to do it on their lunch break, in their car, or what have you. Um, or in certain, you know, obviously if they're at home in certain rooms, that's totally fine. It's not mm -hmm. a big deal. But make sure that if you don't have time to kind of tidy up the space around you, then you can put a virtual background up. Right. Um, I've, had, <laughs> I've had interviews before where it literally looked like either... There was a chocolate explosion in the car <laughs> or blood. I'm not sure which one, but it's like I can't focus on the interview because I'm like, what happened in that car? So, you know, they could have put up a virtual background you are right. note to yeah. self. Um, so they need to keep that in mind mm -hmm. that, you know, their surroundings, they can blur those out. So, yeah. Um, I think that's about it as far as the Zoom interviews, any tips or whatever. Yeah, so, okay, so Zoom or not, what do you think about dress code as far as that goes? Just because I know it's like different generations, people think mm -hmm. different things are acceptable, and that's just obvious everywhere you go. So mm -hmm. what do you think as far as dress code goes, whether you're in person or on Zoom? I think it should be the same. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you're going to, um, we had a gentleman, uh, and I don't say this a lot, but he uh, interviewed with a button up and a bow tie and I was really impressed by that um, because I don't see that a lot I do mm -hmm. get you know a lot of gentlemen that are wearing ties but he had a bow tie on and I was very impressed by that I thought it was really fashionable um, but it, even though it's on zoom it shouldn't be treated any different than you're going in so mm -hmm. you need to dress professional you need to however you would present yourself you know, for an interview then that's what you need to do you right. need to no, I, I had another interview where the guy showed up in a t-shirt and the neck was stretched out and it reminded me of that commercial that we have on TV with a fabric softener where, you know, he showed up for a blind date and his shirt stretched oh, yeah. out. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what that is. So, you know, I'm like, you know. Yeah. So well-groomed. Yes. Clothes that are well-kept and fit that's and right. are appropriate. That's yeah. right. And I'm not saying, you know, because not everybody wears makeup. Right. And not everybody fixes their hair a certain way. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. I get it if it, you know, if it's your preference. But at least you can, everybody can, you know, be well-groomed. Right. Yeah. I so. completely agree. Um, so I know being on time makes a great first impression too. So what do you recommend? Like, do people need to be early? I mean, what do you think about that? I don't think they need to be too early, but I would say five minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, like again, I'm old school. So if you are, if the interview is at eight o'clock and you show up at eight o'clock, to me, that is not on time. Mm -hmm. And I teach my kids this, even though, you know, they're still young, 
you don't show up ready to work at 8 o'clock, to clock in at 8 o'clock. Same thing with interviews. If your interview is for 8 a.m., then you need to be there at 7.55 ready to go mm -hmm. because we have issues all the time. People, even though I'm used to conducting interviews via Zoom, there's still a lot of applicants that have never done that before. Mm -hmm. So either they can't get their camera to turn on, they can't get the volume to turn on, they'll be talking and we can't hear them or vice versa. So then they have to get another device to utilize for um, the speakers or what have you. So in case there's any kinks like that, you want to be early. Mm -hmm. That way you're ready to go. You have it worked out and ready to go. At and then you don't, it's not pushed back and that's right. Gets into everybody's day and all that. Stuff. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, so have you had people that just, decide not to show up at all? Oh yeah. Um, I had it happen this week. So it ha it really happens and has happened more since we have transitioned to Zoom since mm -hmm. COVID. Um, but I mean, yeah, yesterday uh, someone showed up or was a no-show to the interview. And when we reached out to them, they said, oh, I'm sorry, I completely forgot, but I don't want to pursue the interview any further. That's totally fine. Um, we understand emergency situations come up. There's been times we've had people reach out and say, I'm sorry, I was in a car wreck or whatever the case may be. It's fine. We understand life happens. Emergencies happen, but to just not show up, no mm -hmm. show, you don't call. We, um, reach out now. One of the things that we utilize in the, um, application process is a text messaging system. So that's our first point of contact with these folks. And they can reply to that number and let us know, hey, I'm sorry, I was in a wreck, or I'm sick, or whatever the reason may be. Mm -hmm. But just to no show, it's disrespectful. Um, and so you at least reach out and say, I'm no longer interested. No right. harm, no foul just with keep that. keep everybody in the loop. That's right. Yeah. Um, so say during your interviewing process, somebody ask the candidate a question and they just genuinely don't know the answer to the question. Mm -hmm. um, what do you prefer for them to say in response? Do you, can you tell when somebody's faking it through an answer? Would mm -hmm. you rather them just say, I don't know? I mean, how, how yeah. do you think that, that they should handle that? Well, one of the questions that I ask every interview, I ask what someone's strengths are, what they would say their strengths are. And then I also ask weaknesses, or I, I like to say areas that you can improve. Um, cause we all have those. And sometimes that does catch people off guard They're, You know, everybody's ready to talk about what their strengths are, but then when they have to really think about what can I improve on, they don't always necessarily know. And that's okay. Um, I try to throw it back to it. It can even be something personal in your personal life. It doesn't have to be at work, but there's just sometimes that they just don't know. And I'll, you know, I'll sit there and give them a minute to try to think of something. But then if the, at the end of it, they're like, I'm not sure. I'd rather you just say, I'm not sure. Right. Um, then try to fumble your way through something. That's right. Yeah. So you can always tell when folks have rehearsed the interview, so to speak. Um, because they're, I ask similar, it's kind of the same question, but I ask it two different ways, talking about your strengths to see how they answer it. And if they answer it word for word, the way they answered it the first time, then you can tell it's rehearsed. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just trying to, 
It's just a conversation. Right. You're we're getting to know them just as much as they're getting to know us as uh, as an employer. You know, because after the interview, they may think, "Oh, that is not somewhere I want to go work," mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, it's not for everybody. So, um, people obviously are nervous. Yeah. That's understandable. I get it. I was nervous when I came and interviewed here, <laughs> and I do that for a living. So, uh, I understand. But it's just I try to you know reassure them and say it's just a conversation. We're just trying to get to know you. You're trying to get to know us. And I ask questions that are kind of lighthearted. And depending on what they say, you know, I may you know ad lib with that. But um, I'd rather hear from you as a person than what you've rehearsed with you know right. someone else. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so then, do you think it's important for the candidates to research? before they come to their interview and know what the company is about, what they do? I think so, because just like I said, they're, in my opinion, they're interviewing us just as much as we're interviewing them. Mm -hmm. Um, That was one of the things that when I came here, I had questions because um, the company I worked for was going through a merger. So I wanted to know more about that with credit unions. I had worked at a bank, so I wanted to know how that laid out with credit unions. Um, Because I didn't want to go through that again. Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like it's important to research who you're sending an application to to make sure you see yourself as a fit there. Um, But as far as, uh, and then some of the questions that we do ask, we talk about, especially if it's like a CSR position, they're going to have to stand a lot. Mm -hmm. So I always ask, have you ever been into one of our locations? It's kind of a mixture. Some have, some haven't. Um, but it's easier to explain if they have been into one of our locations because our setup is different. We have the pods versus right. the counter, you know, that are in most banks. So it's easier to explain that you're going to be on your feet sometimes eight to 10 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So um, if they've been into one of our locations, it's just easier to explain right. that, you know, even if they aren't a member here, they've gone in just to see, mm-hmm. you know, what it's about. Yeah. Um. So I have a little list that I wanted to run by you. Things okay. that I wrote down as like absolute no-nos for a job interview. So I wanted to get your take on a couple of those. Okay. Okay. So lying about something employers can easily double check. Yes. Does that happen? Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. Um, I figured. It does happen. So one of the questions that we have in the first interview is because um, at, at financial institutions, we do pull a credit and a background check. Mm-hmm. Um, on the credit check, it's not based on a score. It has history only. So we, um, it doesn't mean that if there are any findings on either one that they, that we will withdraw the offer. It j- we just have to look at the history, kind of see what is lined out on the credit uh, check or the background check. And um, we just kind of go from there. But I tell every single applicant or yeah, applicant in the interview the same thing. We've sent them the form ahead of time to get approval to pull that. Um, and so I explain we received your uh, form authorization for credit and background check. We only pull this if we make you an offer and you accept. Are there any issues with credit or background that we need to know about? So it opens the door right. for them to explain, yes, I have student loans. I have medical 
um, issues that are out there and those things are okay. We understand situations happen. Um, that's not going to deter us from hiring you. We've even had um, background things come back where it's been, you know, like a misdemeanor involving a car wreck or something like that. That's okay. But I would rather you tell me up front, mm -hmm. even we've even hired folks with bankruptcy. But if you tell me up front in the in, in the first interview, you know, I have I do have this on here. This was what was involved with me having to file bankruptcy, then just to flat out and say, no, there's no issues. Right. Well, then I pull it and I have seven pages worth of things that I'm like, OK, it's not just a no, because there's a lot of stuff out here. Right. But that can also mean because I've also seen it to where their um, identity has been stolen. Oh, wow. I've had that happen. So then once we receive that and there obviously are things, you can look at the dates on there and go back to the applicant and say, okay, this person would have been 12 at this time. So that's obviously not them. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time it's a parent that mm. has stolen their identity. I've seen that. So wow. um, then, you know, obviously we would move forward with hiring them. We just give them a copy. Anytime we have any findings, whether they were upfront about it or not, we give them a copy of what, the report so that they can straighten it out on their own because right. they do need to take care of whatever's out there. Right. But regardless, yeah. be upfront. Yes. I mean, it's a major red flag if, if they're just willing to tell you a lie right from the job. That's I right. Think. Yes. That's right. Um, okay. So another one I have. Uh, bad mouthing former employers. It's not ideal. Obviously, we frown upon it. Um, it just depends on the situation. If we know, you know, um, that there are things in the community that have happened to businesses and we know that's where they're coming from, then we kind of expect it, you mm -hmm. know, when we're asking them about why are you wanting to leave your current employer. Right. Um, so it just each it's case by case. Okay. So it just kind of depends. Okay. But if it's something that we know that this company has a good reputation, um, and they're just you know totally bad mouthing, chances are likely you hire them, they're going to do the same about you. Right. So that's kind of what I would think. Yeah. Um. Okay. Having your phone out on the interview table or having AirPods in your ear. What do you think about that? I've never had the AirPods okay. in their ear. Well, let me take that back. I have because they couldn't get the audio to work on okay. the Zoom interview. Okay. So that's different. Mm -hmm. um, but I have had when um, they come for either second or third interviews, if it's in person, I have had them have their phone out and even check it during the interview. No. Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> if, you know, it'll be there when you get through. It's just not professional. Well, too, and if, so. it's, if it's sitting there, it's going to be a distraction. Mm -hmm. It's most likely going to vibrate mm -hmm. or ring if you didn't turn it on vibrate. I mm -hmm. mean, you know. And if they don't have a case, then you can see it light mm -hmm. up or, you know, whatever. So my yeah. advice is to just keep Put it, it away. Keep it in your car. Yep. The interview doesn't take but maybe 30 minutes at the most, and you can get back to yeah. your business. <laughs> okay. Um, last one. So what it do you prefer that they ask questions at the end? Oh, I love questions. Okay. Yes. That's a very good sign that they came prepared. Mm -hmm. So I've had all kinds and, you know, and it, it's not a deterrent if they don't ask questions. It's mm -hmm. not an issue, but 
um, it makes a very good impression when you do have questions, especially um, like non-generic questions. Right. You know, I mean, kind of the normal is like, well, what does it pay? Mm -hmm. What are the hours? But when they ask questions about like the insurance, 401k, you know, stuff like that, mm -hmm. then um, that knows that they came, that lets us know they came prepared. So and that they're probably that. serious. Yes, yeah. yes. That they've ta they take this serious and that they really are looking to improve themselves. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Well, um, I think we've talked about a lot of good stuff. Do you have anything you want to add before we wrap up? I don't. I okay. think we pretty much covered everything. Um, yeah, I don't. And I'm good. So. All right. Um, well, thank you so much, Dee Dee, for being here today. I hope all of our listeners were able to learn some valuable advice for preparing for a job interview. Thank you for listening to our podcast and tune back in next month for another episode of the Live Better podcast by Centric Federal Credit Union. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to ensure you never miss out on helpful tips. Like us on Facebook at Centric Federal Credit Union and find us at MyCentric on YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok. You can find information about today's topic and more at MyCentric.org. Centric is federally insured by the NCUA.